in this week's episode, I share with you what happens when everything begins to work as it should. Be prepared. This episode is scary. Hello and welcome to episode 279 of the Working With podcast, a podcast to answer all your questions about productivity, time management, self-development and goal planning. My name is Carl Pauline and I'm your host for this show. This week's question comes from a coaching client of mine who has worked with me for a few months and has developed a system and a way of working that has enabled him to get on top of his work. But that has also left him feeling anxious and uncomfortable. He told me there's a sense of missing something, that he should be doing more. So, to get us started, let me hand you over to the Mystery Podcast voice for this week's question. This week's question comes from Gary. Gary asks, Hi Carl, my system is working perfectly, but I feel there is something missing. It's like I have this feeling I'm not doing enough. Is this normal? Hi Gary, thank you for allowing me to share this on my podcast. So, Why is Gary feeling as if he should be doing more? Well, it's likely he's become addicted to the stress caused by feeling overwhelmed and busy. That sense of not being in control, which means each day he felt he was being pulled from one crisis deadline to another without ever feeling he had time to work on what was important or even a chance to take a break. If you think about it just for a moment, when you've spent a large part of your working life reacting to events, when you finally reverse that and start to anticipate events so they do not overwhelm you, it is going to feel weird at first. It may even frighten you. Your stress levels drop, often suddenly, and that can cause anxiety. If your body has become used to dealing with a lot of stress, not having that stress around is going to be strange. And that is why we often feel something's missing. There is. It's called stress. It's gone. In many ways, as you become better organised and more productive, you need to prepare yourself for the withdrawal effects of a reduced amount of cortisol. That's the stress hormone surging through your bloodstream. These withdrawal effects are often the reason why so many people unconsciously self-sabotage their efforts. They will do things like change their task manager or notes app, not because the new app is any better than the ones they used before, but because it gives them a sense of doing something constructive, yet transferring all your notes and or tasks to a new app is not a constructive use of your time. The real question to ask yourself is, what can you do with all the extra time you will have 
once the way you do your work becomes more efficient. This is where you can look at your areas of focus. Only one part is related to your work, yet depending where you are in life, it's likely that that area will be taking up a disproportionate amount of your time. But what else is there in your areas of focus that is not getting the attention it deserves? For example, a lot of people would like to spend more time with their friends and family. Is there anything you can do to be able to spend more time there? Perhaps you could pick your kids up from school or call round to see your parents more often. What about hobbies? I know we don't talk a lot about these these days, but hobbies are a great way to reduce stress, relax and take your mind off things. Now, if you're working in an office environment, how about doing some mentoring? One of the roles leadership involves is mentoring the next generation. Even if you're not a leader yet, helping your colleagues develop their skills is a great way you can make use of your extra time. The great thing about mentoring is not just what you teach, but also what you learn. Coaching has not only given me a way to help others, it has also I have also learned an incredible amount from the people I talk to every day. Something you could consider is to work on your education. Now, I'm not talking about formal education, but more unusual fields. For instance, advertising and marketing company Ogilvy's vice chairman, Rory Sutherland, has spent the last 20 years or so learning about behavioural psychology. This is the study of why we do what we do, and it has not only been a fascination for him, it's helped him in his work and given him an avenue to develop a side business, public speaking and entertaining people with his observations. If you haven't already watched his TED Talk from 2009, I highly recommend you do so. He's also written a book called Alchemy, which I would also recommend. The point is, you have the ability to take control of what you do with your time. And with the way we work, changing at a rapid rate, whether we like it or not, and the potential for artificial intelligence causing some radical changes to the types of jobs available, the people who will succeed are the ones who have the time to look ahead and make choices based on analysis rather than being forced to change. So how do you get to this point? Well, this podcast has given a lot of advice over the last five years on how to get control of your time. But the one thing that I live by is to eliminate, not accumulate. This insight came from my project a few years ago when I decided to try out minimalism. I read the books, watched the videos, and I followed a lot of the advice and pared down my wardrobe and possessions. I also adopted a one-in-one-out policy, so if I buy a new pair of jeans, I'll throw out an old pair. Or if I buy a new computer, iPad or phone, then the old one goes out. The temptation when you become better organised is to add more and more stuff to your task manager and notes app. After all, you have a system that will take all that stuff in. But do you really want it to? 
And the more you put in, the more you have to deal with at some point. I'm always looking at ways to reduce the time it takes to do things. For instance, I love it when I wake up to an inbox of 100 plus emails. I set a timer and I see how fast I can clear them from my inbox. I see this as training because being fast at making decisions about whether something is important and needs a response or not will help with other areas of my life. The same goes with my daily and weekly planning. I'm always looking at ways to speed it up. Do I really need to go through and revise every project? No, you don't, by the way. Daily planning can be done in less than five minutes if you have a process for doing it. Mine is simple. Calendar to see where my appointments are for tomorrow and to do is to review my task list and to ask myself, is this realistic? But one of the greatest benefits of adopting an eliminate, not accumulate philosophy is a lot of the stuff you may be collecting today will likely sort itself out if you leave it alone. I've learned this with my online course learning center. Occasionally, someone will have difficulty logging into their account. They may have forgotten their password or are using the wrong email address. They send me an email asking for help. Now, in the past, I would rush to respond. Now, I wait an hour. I've discovered nine times out of ten, I soon get a follow-up email saying they've figured out the problem themselves. Best advice here is slow down. A lot of what you're asked to do is a reflex and if you slow down, people will often find the solution themselves. Another tip for you is to make yourself less available. I learned this from reading about the routines of successful people. Authors such as Stephen King and John Grisham lock themselves away when they're writing. No internet, no phone. Just a quiet room so they can spend three or four hours focused on their writing. How much work could you get done if you had just two hours each day where you knew no one could disturb you? Being less available is scary at first, but you soon become used to it. And the best thing, your boss and colleagues will also begin to respect your focus time because they see the results you are producing. Don't ever accept the thinking you have to be available all the time for your colleagues and customers. You don't. Set some boundaries. Experiment and see what people will accept or not. You might be surprised how accepting people are, but you will never know if you never try. So there you go. When you make the decision to become better organized and more productive, you are setting yourself on a course where some big changes will happen. You will have more time, be a lot less stressed, and it will feel uncomfortable at first. However, don't let that stop you and certainly don't self-sabotage your hard work. The anxiety and feeling uncomfortable is just your brain's way of adjusting to the new you, a person in control of their time and not stressed. Thank you, Gary, and thank you to you too for listening. It just remains for me now to wish you all a very, very productive week. <laughs>